0: Hello there. Hello and welcome to the Sith Takers Snapshots podcast. Today we're going to cover another round of basics. I'll be your host today, Adam Tudor, and with me are Will Pinter. Hello there. And Jack Mooney. Hello. So today we are going to cover the Separatist faction. They are the droid army from the prequel movies. They are all the faceless droids that say Roger Roger and... General Grievous, the uh, awesome cyborg that fights General Kenobi with four lightsabers uh, and also Darth Maul from the first movie. Themes of the faction, uh, they like Calculate tokens, Uh, one of the big things about second edition was that it brought in Calculate for if a character was a robot they got a different kind of focus which is a worse focus but it allows the developers to play around with it and that is something that we see from the uh, the droid faction, by them having network calculations, where the vultures and hyenas can actually share, calculate tokens
1: between each other. Any other standout faction themes for you guys? I love the thematicness of when you get ioned, and obviously when you ion, you can kind of do a focus. But because the droids don't have focus, they literally just get ioned and just drift forward doing nothing. Yeah, absolutely
2: obviously with the theme as well they've got force users with Count Dooku and Darth Maul um, both being force users and you can use them or certainly Dooku as crew and Chancellor Palpatine because obviously he's he's a bit dodgy and he bats for every side Mm -hmm. so yeah so they've got a lot of force um, within their their actual uh, faction as well which makes it quite diverse and quite interesting there's a lot of different shenanigans that can go on with, with using those
0: yeah, the faction really isn't just locked into the calculates and the droids, uh, although the the game developers really obviously have pushed that as kind of your main angle, um, with the points change recently being quite kind to vultures, they, they are now the same points as they were before if you give them energy shells, so that really is kind of the, the direction they seem to have taken. Uh, another thing that will be a standout for Uh, players of the game who are kind of more used to a a traditional dial. Dials for the droids are actually kind of weird by comparison. As you would expect of of robots, they like to move in straight lines, so a lot of their forwards are are blue, but also the hards are blue and not the banks. Um, In the case of the Vulture,
1: it's got a blue 2 hard, and then a white 3 hard, but a red 3 bank. I mean, it really makes it more thematic, doesn't it, Fine, like 90 degrees rather than 45s yeah absolutely
2: yeah it catches a lot of people out and it, if, if you haven't flown it before you definitely need to have a, have a good few games flying it and getting used to that dial if you are looking at getting into this faction don't jump into it thinking it's in, it's, it's it's very it plays very differently uh, dial wise
0: so the four ships at the moment released for the faction for they're all hyperspace legal they are the vulture droids the new Hyena Bomber droids, the Lub Starfighter, and the Sith Infiltrator, which is the faction's large ship. Yeah. So the vultures are more your kind of true swarm. Uh, they come in with only two greens and three health, which looks very flimsy, and realistically probably is, uh, but can be deceptively tricksy. Mm. Uh, the Hyenas have got a little bit more health coming in with five hull. Um, which as we know from the torrents uh, in the Republic faction is actually quite difficult to get rid of The Beelalub is is again another very strange ship That is where you will find General Grievous who can be a menace uh, both as a pilot and as a crew form um, General Grievous's ability being while out of arc uh, out of the, his target's arc he can re-roll two dice when attacking uh, that actually works really nicely with the ship's title ability soulless one uh, that gives two hole for grievous but also while he's uh, in an enemy's arc and he's taking shots but he's not looking at them uh, he gets to re-roll one green dice uh, which works uh, wonderfully uh, for those of us that have seen the Clone Wars TV show where he does quite a bit of running away
2: Yeah, it definitely definitely suits the theme of Grievous um, and I'm a big fan of it um, as you know, if you listen to the cast before I'm a big fan of that ship for his price point, he's unbelievable you know, you can't really mo- moan at 58 points with outmanoeuvre and, uh, and the title, mm-hmm. giving you Ultimately, a, a seven health ship. Yeah, so
0: it's pretty good. Yeah. Seven health with all his re rolls is, yeah. is really tasty. And with him being a cyborg, he actually gets focuses. Yeah. So he, he doesn't get the network calculations that other droids get, but he does get the full focus rather than half half one with the calculate. Yeah,
2: he, he gets a boost uh, boost or barrel into a focus so, for a stress, which is good. I mean, his, his blues aren't that good. Or well, the ship itself, his blues aren't that great, two banks.
1: Yeah, I feel like his style's not good enough to actually be doing the stress no. on, a, on a regular basis. It's not an A wing, but he's a great little flanker.
2: Yeah, brilliant flanker. Uh, great great ship. I mean, the other ships' abilities, you've got like Watts Tambor, uh, we're seeing him quite a lot, Captain Sear, um, we're seeing them in some of the more swarmy lists as pretty much carriers for um, tactical relays. So I noticed it. You see people using them quite a lot in the swarmy, more swarmy type lists rather than grievous, and they're both their both their abilities actually suit the swarm.
0: The tactical relay that you hit on there, um, that's another faction unique uh, upgrade, um, which uh, really brings the or or rather can bring the faction into its own with playing on those calculates. You've got. Um, Obviously a straightforward one such as Kraken, who for 10 points can just uh, allow friendly ships at range 3 to just hold on to a Calculate token for a next turn, letting them come in double modded. Uh, or even the new TA175, who when ships blow up, allows friendly ships near him to gain more Calculate tokens. Um, really, again, reinforcing that kind of swarm theme that they're they like
2: said so it is faction specific and I think it adds a really good dynamic to the faction as well in that do you take them do you not which one would be the best and um, the standouts at the moment the standout at the moment is definitely Kraken for most people who are taking swarms but with the new TA175 we're not seeing it prevalently yet but it's only just come out what four days ago mm-hmm. I think you'll start to see that more and more within the swarm especially at five points
0: yeah absolutely really nicely pointed Uh, And then finally, you guys have played uh, quite a bit of the the Sith infiltrator. Uh, How do you guys find that, both as the ship abilities and also the dial? I
2: think it's a big base ace, Mm -hmm. and that's how it flies for me. A big base ace. The dial, two sloops, you know, five Ks. It's even got one hard. You know, I I think the dial for big base. It's got one of the best big base dials in the game for me. I love Darth Maul and Dooku together. And I think they complement each other really well. I have started delving into um Zero sixty six or zero sixty six, depending on what you want to call him. And that's just because they calculate. I'm not really played much of the dark courier. And I have mm-hmm. started putting him in a list but I think he's just like he's a good filler for a big base but I think there's more better in the faction.
1: Yeah, I mean I think they were they were great. The recent point changes have kind of put them a little bit out of, like especially Darth Maul and Dooku, with hate being such a uh, large increase on them now. I think it kind of pushes them out of competitive play a little bit. Because I really did enjoy finding the two of them, especially with uh, Palpatine just throwing out stress constantly. But yeah, I mean they're, they're still thematic. They're still nice. They're still, you know, Darth Maul's is one of the probably the most prominent characters in, in the Clone Wars, even though he only died in the you know the first episode. But <laughs> when you think Clone Wars, you think Darth Maul. Uh, at least I do, so it's nice that he's in the game but I probably would avoid them going forward in competitive play I think there's new, better options with the uh, Hyenas as such
2: Yeah, 100% I mean, my Darth Maul Grievous list, you, it's still still up there but it's yeah. not, losing the hate on one of them and it's it's normally going down to Dooku is a big problem because you, you need that regen on Darth Maul to get the early damage in <laughs> so you're going to sacrifice hate off Dooku and later on, with Dooku in your late game Losing that hate and not being able to regen that force does hamper the list quite quite extensively.
1: Yeah, I feel like my double infiltrated list went from like, two, like 199 to about 230 odd points. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. uh, yeah, not super usable anymore. Mm.
2: But yeah, as a ship, you know, it's got its place within the faction. Um, we've got other ships coming out, we'll mention that later, but uh, you know, it might complement them, possibly depending mm. on price point, but yeah, as uh, Jack said there, I think with the new Hyena Bomber coming into this faction, it has opened up uh, a lot more options and made the, the faction different again, mm. I think I, I, I truly believe this is one of the most, if you're getting into the game, it, it's one of the most varied factions where you can have so many different archetypes um, and I think it's a good start point, not only because it's one of the new factions as well, so you're not behind, you're not like Scum where you've got to buy loads and loads of ships from back, back order and all the rest of it. You can buy the, the four ships that are out. Ships on the
1: shelf. It's interesting that we've only four ships that's just got you know varied like sort of archetypes and stuff. For just those four ships, as opposed to like rebels with x amount of ships and you know, you
2: know like thirteen ships. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they seem to have one archetype. This literally, you can <laughs> play around with it and have all different archetypes. You can have jousters you can have Swarm. You know, you can have ordnance carriers, bombs. You name it. This faction, I think, has got it, and I think this faction is the future for me.
0: So with the, the hyenas obviously the, the newest one yeah. you know we, we've seen quite a bit of those already they made a splash at the weekend uh, at element. One of the interesting things for me that I because uh, I, I really like all the, the little themes to things and one of the things that stands out for me is that the hyenas actually come with different loadouts yeah. per ship yeah. So you have um, DBS 404 who is a real heavy hitter. He gets kind of a, he, he's just a he's a unique one of the normal bombers, so he has his full the full spread loadout. Whereas then DBS 32C, the one that can spend co- calculates to coordinate, yeah. uh, he actually doesn't come with any munitions slots, so he actually can't carry any of those things, which really limits his a- offensive output.
2: He's actually a cheaper tactical relay carrier though, he's got a tactical relay slot, yeah. so that's essentially what he is, he's more of a, a command variant ship, mm-hmm. so he can coordinate, carry the tactical relay slightly cheaper than say one of the bu- <laughs> Bulbasaur's, mm-hmm. right? and you know so that that's where he fits in. He could, he could become quite prevalent if people are struggling to fit that tactical relay into the list, he, he might He might bring it into the game For me at the moment at 42 points He's not that important But Mm. he he could be In the future With with future ships coming out He might be an actual linchpin in some lists
1: Mm. Yeah he does seem a bit pricey For what he does Like a quarter of your list Just to carry a tactical relay Mm.
2: Yeah I mean for me You mentioned it The DBS 404 um, I think that's the standout that's the standout shit I don't know
1: because I really like the backtoids yep. like they have a uh, system sorts, you put passive sensors on them mm. uh, and you just target whatever flies in front of them it's very reminds me of the old Deadeye Eye Jump Masters where you just shoot whatever floats in front of you because mm. uh, that's why I took on Telemant was two of them two of the other PS1 Techno Unions and Grievous and they just kind of flew around in a little mini swarm and mm. shot whatever flew in front of them
2: mm. I mean, uh, one one thing people need to look out for as well, because these are limited as well. So, like some of them, like the bombardment drone, it's got you can only take three, 404. You can only take one. You know, back to that Jacks just mentioned, you can only take two. So there is some that are actually limited. All right. So when you are looking at it, bear that in mind. You can't have like four DBS 404s because that would just be. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. So it 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 has, like you said, Adam, opened up whole new whole new archetype and new site for the game. But these come as well, which we didn't we haven't mentioned yet, is the network calculations. Mm-hmm. These come with the network calculations as well. So network calculations if people don't know it's while you defend or perform an attack you may spend one calculate from a friendly ship at range zero to one. We change one eyeball result to either an evade or a hit result. Now if you'll find them in swarms whether that be the, the drones or whether that be the bombers you're sharing those calculates. That what that's what makes them a bit more um, survivable um, when when you're shooting at them.
0: And it really takes away, or doesn't take away. It limits the vulnerability of low initiative swarms where you know you kind of cover your bases with where your opponent's going to fly to, but then you just end up losing shots and wasting tokens. Now, if you've got three pointing one way and three pointing another, the three that get a shot can really maximise those shots by stealing the, the, sh- the tokens of a ship that's not going to shoot. Mm.
2: And this where Kraken has, has found its own within the game, because being able to keep three ships with three extra ones means that you are ultimately, you know, having that spare Calculate tokens in order to defend as well as shoot your energy shells. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, a lot of people are loading out the drones themselves with energy shells. Mm-hmm. Also, with this faction, we've got some quite unique missiles, buzz droid swarms, one of them being Discord missiles. So, at the start of the engagement phase, you can spend a calculate token and throw a forward, like a little token with buzz droids on it, mm-hmm. right? Like free forward, free bank, and that like, actually it latches onto a ship. If so you don't barrel roll away from it, that that ship's causing you damage every turn. So it, it is quite faction specific on the Buzz droids um, and they're, they're an interesting dynamic.
0: So the, these are the little droids from episode three that um, cover Obi-Wan's ship as they're making their attack over Coruscant and Anakin scrapes them off with his wing. Yeah, um,
2: they are like faction specific. So mm-hmm. they, are, they, are, they are a nice little, they're hard to get off, but they are very fun.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, nice and thematic at the end of the day.
2: Yeah. I mean, also, like, well, you've used a lot of them for the probe droids yeah. for the faction as well. You know, uh, how do you feel about them?
1: I mean, they're a great little asset to the team. Um, obviously, getting those target locks off from across the other side of the map, uh, especially when you find a swarm or audience having lists like, having that target lock and then the calculate on the turn when you're going to fire them, it definitely helps the lists pull off what they're trying to do. I
0: guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So the probe droids add a really interesting new mechanic to the game where we haven't really seen independent essentially just tokens in terms of the game effect but they, in the systems phase they fly themselves across the board and friendly ships can take target locks off of them with no range limit to the droid but then you just measure your target lock from the droid which really lets the vultures uh, and everything come in with target locks for those munition shots. You can jam
1: for them as well then. Not 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 just target locks, just jams as well. Yeah,
0: the Infiltrator can also jam off them. Uh, And the the new
1: Hyena. There's one of them we jam I think, Isn't okay. it? Yeah, the same is, yeah. that's
2: the one that we talked about before, the sea, okay. because it's got nothing else, it can actually jam, it's, no, got it's got a got red jam, jam well. action.
1: Nice. So. Cool.
0: Okay, so we've talked a bit about each ship there, um, how do we feel that? the faction plays as in terms of a level of difficulty and then against the success that it has at events do you think it's it's quite an easy faction to pick up or is it a little bit weird and you need to get some practice in
2: i I, I think the second one i think with the dials the dials will surprise people Mm -hmm. um if they don't pick it if they pick it up straight from the box and they have played before or they've played a bit of x-wing a few x-wings and things like that then i think you need to pick up this faction have a few games with it and get used to the dials. For me, I don't know how Jack feels, um, I think this is the up and coming faction. Um, I really do. It's uh, why I jumped on board from the beginning. And looking at what's coming in future waves um, with the Gene Ocean Starfighter, I think this is going to be a faction to look out for.
1: No, yeah, I can agree with that. I think there's aspects of it which are obviously interesting and can see, can see them in competitive play. Uh, the Gene Ocean little fighter is going to be interesting. Doing like what five forward boost and then a tractor to boost again and giving nine forward on turn one is uh, <laughs> it's definitely got a fun factor. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I agree quite so much being the faction of the future. I think stuff changes too much nowadays with the uh, points changes and whatnot to have one particular faction being being uh, the bees knees. But I can definitely see them being uh, a competitive element in the future. To be honest.
2: I don't think it's going to be the faction. Just one of them. Uh, you know? It sounded like that's what you no, meant. <laughs> no, I think it is the future. You know, I, I I really do see good things for this faction for the future. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like others, I'm not seeing that. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm seeing things opening up, and like with that Gene Ocean um, Starfighter, more of a dynamic to this. I mean, we're already saying now that it's giving you loads of options mm-hmm. and loads of archetypes. Well, with that ship, it's giving you another archetype on top of that you know Mm. and especially with an i6 ace within this faction wow you know we're we're starting to talk
1: yeah i already have a list on my uh art builder with um with a little hole point like for the g nation to fit when it comes out and i know (laughs) how many points it is exactly
2: i mean obviously it's going to be point dependent but you you know it's looking good for this faction and if you're looking for a faction that can suit all archetypes and maybe suit all different types of players i think I think
1: this has it. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely a faction for you know first-time buyers to get into. Yeah. Um, like I said, there's plenty of different options they can do, and um, there's an archetype in there for everyone, really. I think. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, I would say the strength
0: is that because there's, you might not be hugely successful right off the bat. You, you know, you might not even be a competitive player, really. But mm. the fact that you can build your list, and by and large, obviously, there's only four ships, but by and large you're going to be fairly confident that you're not going to walk in with the same list as everybody yeah. whereas if you take Republic you had a pretty 50 50 as to whether or not it was going to be Jedi and two torrents or syncus one yeah you know. <laughs> so obviously we'll talk about those in a future in a future episode but the droids as, as we've hit on quite a few times it really is just their their variability that makes them such an interesting faction really yeah Okay, so in terms of having them on the table, uh, what are some mistakes that we think people
1: will easily fall into with flying the droids? I just think not really planning ahead, and like I said, he's got such a weird dial that you're just going to make the mistake of doing a manoeuvre and not thinking ahead and just being like, ah, I can't actually do that T-bank to de-stress myself, I have to hard two and now I'm facing the wrong way.
2: Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with Jack there, like I said, the, the, the dial. It's where you think there's probably going to be a manoeuvre there it probably isn't, especially <laughs> on the vultures Mistakes I mean, I don't know you need to experiment within the faction and see, see what suits you what suits you well I think people will be surprised if you're looking at protecting MOV, some of the swarmy type lists are not really MOV protectors yeah. you know what I mean you, you will, you know I've seen a lot of people get pretty rinsed on MOV when it comes to this this type of list, especially with like the eight droids and things, but you, if you can hit them damage early, then possibly not. It depends what you're up against.
0: Yeah, you can quite easily fit eight of the vultures, for example, or or five hyenas. But while you will have that def- offensive output, you're going to lose ships. Yeah. Like, the the two greens on three holes is, is not enough to keep them alive under any kind of concentrated fire. No.
2: And that's it that even though with the network calculations is good yeah, it's not got an Eden Versio in there or something like that to mm-hmm. completely take the damage off on or yeah. you know and give you the re-rolls so
1: yeah I mean I'm surprised how tanky they can be the tournament we did at the weekend when I took the four of the four bombers I think I probably ended with the highest MVP cool. I didn't compare it towards Ed's but I came top of the, the three and ones won uh, one game 200-0 one like I, forget, I lost half points on one of my bombers for 19 MV. Mm. so I mean you, you, the beauty of it is because you've got the calculations you can spread them out for defence you are like surprisingly hard to finish mm. that one guy off on one or two hull especially if like, you use him as a blocker or etc and then pinging the other calculates from the other ships just to keep him alive mm. uh,
2: I mean yeah obviously i am not flown that much bomber because obviously it was only out four days ago like. Right? but I'm, I was thinking more drones yeah before. I know that's what you're saying yeah uh, I mean, but there is things out there to keep them more survivable, there is ships within the faction, within the droids that will make them more survivable as well, um, trying to get Bullseye arc I1 though is
1: pretty honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, I probably wouldn't bother
1: with that, no thanks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so kind of rounding off then, how do we feel, if we were going to suggest if you walked into the store and somebody was looking at the wall saying I really like this game I've seen you guys playing it do you think I should buy The Separatists how how would you guys feel about that first time buyers?
2: It depends Um, my first my first faction I'd probably send them to uh, would be Republic Um, I would Say if you enjoy the game, then come to the Separatists. Um, if you wanted to get into the game I'd get you to pick up two Jedis Sorents, or one Jedi and a pack, mm-hmm. and then play with that, and you know that'll get you into the faction something like that.
1: It's definitely a cheaper route, isn't it? Yeah, to, uh, it's definitely a film. cheaper
2: route. If if you if you enjoy the game, come a few times to a club, uh, you know, and enjoy the game. Then by all means, go with the Separatists. Because let's be honest, you're looking at talking whatever cost it is, depending on where you buy it. 19 pound retail or oh, 18 pound for a, dro- a drone think of how many especially for the swarmy type faction you know that you will have to spend money wise so you know if you enjoy the game i'd say 100 percent get into this faction if you're just starting out and you're not too sure yet yeah, then i'd hold out on this faction borrow some ships you know um, Jack, you reckon?
1: No, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I'd always say fly what you would think you enjoy. If you like the aesthetics of flying, you know, loads of drones around and just like CS as an aesthetic, like, kind of faction, then yeah, I'd just say go for it. I mean, Hmm. fly what you enjoy. That's, you know, I've probably flown a lot of Han and Jake because I really like Han and Jake. Uh, Have you? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. So, uh, yeah, I think fly what you enjoy. And and, like I said, if if that's something you, uh, you know, tickles your pickle, then uh, go for it. Okay, well,
0: we will finish off there. Um, We've talked about the uh, Separatists in in quite a bit of depth there, which was was good, Uh, and given, hopefully, some good advice for uh, new people to the game, seeing if they they like Separatists and wanted to hear our thoughts. Uh, So, it is goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Will. See you later. And it's goodbye from Jack. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next time. All okay. right.